right, let's get things started with the future of WNBA media, Pepper Pursley. Hello and welcome to this episode of Dish with Pepper. I'm so excited to be hosting another interview with Camille Buxita, who is the woman behind W Slam. So I'm so excited to be chatting with her today. Another great mind um, in basketball and women's basketball specifically. Yeah, I'm just super, super excited to chat with her today. Hello, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. How are you, Camille? I'm good, enjoying a rainy New York uh, Thursday. I almost forgot what day it is. How are you? Your day off from school? Enjoying yes. it? Definitely enjoying it because of this interview, of course. Oh, man, no. I'm excited to talk to you. I've been a big fan of you since I saw you pop up last season or two seasons ago. So I'm very honored to be here. Thank you so much to speak for asking me to speak with you. Well, I'm very honored to be doing this interview and I admire the work that you're doing with SLAM and um, with W SLAM. So let's get right on into this interview. Let's get what to it. What are your thoughts on the 2020 WNBA season? You know, I thought it was such an incredible season for so many different reasons. Um, in big part, you know, we didn't think there was going to be basketball this year with COVID-19. And, and I thought the W did a great job of putting players in the safest positions to still be able to have a season. And they did it very successfully, which I thought was so wonderful. Um, you know, they kept everyone safe. They and beyond, I would say basketball, they fought for a bigger purpose and using the platform to fight for social justice um, in so many different ways and working with Breonna Taylor's family and mother, um, also working on their own voting initiatives um, and having the social justice council. So there were some really great things that I saw this year that I was just so excited um, because I think it brought attention to what the players of the WNBA have do, are doing and what they've been doing for, for years, because they've always been the leaders in social justice and, and calling for change. Now they are just, they had a bigger spotlight on them. So it was really exciting to see that. It was a really cool season. There was no surprise to see Seattle at the end. Um, they were such a great team from the start. And I thought, you know, if they could get that chemistry back, it would, it would be a no-brainer they would be winning. As I definitely agree with all of that, and you touched on some of the reasons why I wanted to cover the WNBA in the first place in terms of their social activism um, and just their high level of basketball. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm glad you touched on some of that. But I want to learn a little bit more about you. Tell yeah. me about when you were a kid. Did you play any sports, specifically, of course, basketball? Yeah. So uh, my dad played professional basketball in Puerto Rico. I love I was four foot nine going into high school so I was very very little uh growing up and so I had a family friend that did gymnastics and she kind of pulled me in and I did gymnastics for about 15 years uh competitively which was a really great experience more because it taught me so much about dedication and and you know being the guider of your own you know path and, and being the one that you know challenges yourself it is an individual sport so it taught me so much about that um and so yeah I I always followed the game of basketball with my dad it was what we always had in common together and it was both sides on the men's and women's and so when it came the opportunity to you know decide well what do I want to do with my life there's nothing greater than and following something that me and my dad have always been really close uh with in terms of basketball so he was always a little bit my guide my my role model my guide person Mm. Wow. Well, gymnastics is 
such a like challenging sport. I'm so impressed. Um, but did you have a favorite experience that you remember with your dad, like watching a game or was it a moment where you really fell in love with basketball? Yeah, my dad um, pulled out the, the tapes because he's much older and he would pull out his own highlights, game highlights and stuff. And it was really fun to watch those uh, those things with him because it was something that filled with him with so much joy. I would say those were just my favorite times, like sitting on the couch, watching highlights or watching an NBA game or WNBA game. Um, there really wasn't um, anything specific. It was just, uh, you know, those are the memories that I grew up with my whole life. And I, and I loved that he shared that with me I think especially you know even 10 20 years ago there's this uh, idea that women aren't supposed to be involved in the sports world or you know not as big in, in sports my dad never uh, accepted that he was always really really big on on sharing all those things with me and it's what brought us closer and kept us closer so uh, I think that was one thing that I'm really grateful for from him well, I could definitely agree with that, having a dad of my own um, who is always so inclusive in having conversations about basketball, yeah. of course, um, being my basketball coach in my first ever basketball season, and also just in, in the world. Um, and so I'm, I'm very grateful for, for him and for, um, for that inclusion. And for shout out to Girl Dad. Girl Dad yes, definitely. Best. Definitely <laughs> shout out to Girl Dad. Definitely shout out. Um, so another question, a little bit about your life, but starting to starting to get into your career. When did you really get started in journalism? So I was a freshman in college, and I actually was pre med. I wanted to go to medical school um, and do sports medicine, and and specifically uh, more on the psychology slash neurology side. Um, and so I was doing that and on the side, I really loved sports and I got tied in with the official, uh, game site for the Florida state, which was seminals.com at the time. And I, I ended up having a, a, a mutual connection and they were like, if you would like to shadow me, you know, come shadow me. And, um, at the time the football program was really great. The basketball program was really great on both fronts. So it was a really cool experience just to kind of see the world of media and journalism within sports. And that was my first exposure into it. And I, I really did fall in love from day one. Wow. I mean, we hear so many stories about falling in love with basketball from day one, the second you mm -hmm. picked up the basketball. But what a story of being <laughs> wanting to cover like science and, and psychology for sports medicine and then turning it around into journalism. That's exactly. It was an interesting career. <laughs> It was interesting. I, I will say I'm always grateful for my times in pre-med because, again, taught you a lot about studying crazy hours and being able, willing to put in work when, you know, you don't want to or, or whatnot. So um, it was an interesting career change. But right by the, by the time I finished college, I knew sports was the way I wanted to go. And we just talked a little bit about your childhood. So was having those memories with your dad watching basketball something that drove you to go into journalism? Oh yeah, 100%. I mean, I, I fell in love with the game of basketball because of that. And so when I started doing a lot of the journalism things I was doing while at FSU, <laughs> um, it was one of those things where 
I, I was still so obsessed and like, I mean, I would just consume everything on the, on the NBA, WNBA front. And so, um, it really just geared my, my passion toward it. And it, it really did, I would say, shape me into who I am today, <clears throat> excuse me, today. Wow. Well, that level of basketball does drive so many of us. Yeah. Up, I guess. Um, so another question about your story and getting again into your career. I want to know everything about your job with Slam. Talk about what you do as associate editor with Slam Magazine. Talk about W Slam. I just want to know everything. Yeah, um, working with Slam is so incredible. I uh, was brought on about a year and a half ago um, to start their their women's channel, which is now W Slam, and. It, it's been such a journey because it started with just, you know, social, be a, you know, be a social editor, be, you know, run a social media account. And it's really transformed into, you know, I write now for the magazine or I'm producing series or I'm working with our shooters to, you know, work with talent and, and booking different things and, and getting brands to invest in women's sports. And so it's really evolved into such an incredible journey of my time with this company and it's really fun and, and it's been so fun to under to learn and understand the social space as we all are working through especially this life of covid where you know all we have is our digital space and that's our, our way of communicating and connecting with others and so um it's been a lot of fun and and it's really really great from a what i do perspective um First and foremost, I run our social channels. Um, I do have, um, I also have an intern, Tori Harris, who also works with me on that front. She's running the channels today, so shout out to Tori. Um, but so that's kind of first and foremost. Uh, beyond that, basically anything that we decide to do on the women's games front, you know, it kind of funnels through uh, the, the team, whoever it's brings it, brings it to me, and we kind of have a discussion about it, whether it's a live event game which we're having one uh, this weekend um, in uh, at Gauchos up in the Bronx, um, or it's a series with uh, one of the top players in the country that we did with Paige Beckers last year and now with AZ Bud this year. Um, so those are the types of things that like I kind of end up funneling, you know, funneling through from a okay, how do we execute this as, as strategically as possible? How do we produce the best product? Um, and all those things. So it, my job description has many different lanes, um, but I would say first and foremost, it's running the channel, and then secondly, it's running the brand, which is now it's become. Mm. Well, you kind of touched on um, the topic for my next question. Can you discuss Slam 16? What is it? When is it? Um, what do you hope to come out of it? Yeah, so Slam 16 um, is a, it's a game uh, presented by Gatorade, that'll have the top. It'll be the top tri-state area girls and boys uh, playing in, in their respective games. So uh, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. It'll be um, up in Gauchos on Saturday, live streamed on our site. You can check the link in our bio to check any of the details out. But it'll be a really cool experience. It's um, heavily, heavily uh, strategically planned. So we want to make sure everyone's safe. Uh, lots of proper sanitation protocols everything in place to basically give these girls and boys exposure because with aau everything being canceled this year uh we wanted to find a way that you know we could still throw something together uh that would still give exposure to 
some of the best, you know, players in the country. Uh, we know and understand that there's a lot of high school ta- uh, basketball players and talent that haven't or that weren't able to utilize the summer that they usually would to get attention, get uh, scholarships from schools and all that. And, you know, for these kids, it's their livelihood. And so it was something that when, once it was brought to me later in the process, I was really excited about because I know it's a void that we've been feeling across the basketball community. So really, really excited to see a lot of these girls and boys play um, and just, you know, again, celebrate our game of basketball in, in the safest way we can. Yes, definitely important to celebrate something that can bring so many people together. Um, and speaking of Slam 16 again, who are some of the players and people we should look out for? Yeah, I mean, there's so many. Um, on, on the girls' side, I will have to say, um, we have Sona Citron playing. Um, she's incredible uh, going to Notre Dame uh, senior this year. We have Destiny Adams going to UNC. Um, Shea Bolin, who's going to Duke. Uh, there's a couple of young girls I'm really excited about in Angelica Velez, um, Aaliyah. It's uh, just some great talent, all, you know, young too, that we're, we're going to be able to now start following um, throughout their high school journeys because they're either sophomores or juniors and they're not at their senior level. So um, really cool talent across the board and young, which I, I'm really excited about because, you know, a lot of these seniors are either, we don't know if they're going to have a season yet, unfortunately, that's something that time will tell. Uh, but, you know, a lot of these young girls, I'm excited to, to now watch and follow along their high school journeys. Well, I agree with Bianca there in the chat. I would love <laughs> to be 16 to be able to play in that game. It sounds yeah. like it'll be such a ball. So I encourage everybody watching this to go and definitely check that out on Saturday. Um, and question, driving it back to WSLAM, what mm-hmm. is the future of WSLAM? Well, my favorite question to, to answer these days, um, I've got some big ideas. I've got, a, uh, so now that when we first started it, it really was take it and run with it. And I, I will say, I'll be the first to say it. I just knew social at that time. Um, and so I, I just started a social channel and it was fun and great. And I think now that we've developed this sort of brand, I have this idea of creating a lifestyle brand that's basketball focused but that celebrates women the women of basketball um and so we see them not only on the court but we see them modeling for magazines we see them styled for shoots we see we see them working with skincare brands or showing us their daily routines for how you know they take care of themselves and so i see it so much bigger than beyond what we see on the court in those 48 minutes um and so i really do see a big a big uh, next step for this and i that's where we're going that's my my vision for it uh we're now in the in the process of trying to figure out how we activate on that but there's some cool ideas coming forward like potentially you know w slam specific events so it's no longer a slam event it's just w doing an event or same with um a magazine maybe it's just a w magazine so lots of ideas um we're really really excited about wow well that I mean, lifestyle, wow. I would love to be able to watch that lifestyle and how you continue to take um, WSLAM forward. But um, speaking of the future, 
I know you've done some work with rising star with rising stars like Paige Beckers and AZ Fudd, as mm -hmm. you mentioned um, in this interview previously. So, what does the future of women's basketball have to offer? I think it offers a space that's just holistically inclusive and celebratory. It's a space where it's no longer about why I don't watch, want to watch the game because it's different or, you know, it's not about that anymore. It's about these women that are icons in their own specific rights. They are mothers, they are heroes, they are athletes. They have, they're such multidimensional people that I, I think we're going to be celebrating so much more as we kind of continue to grow. And, and a big shout out to the current legends and icons in the game and Sue Bird or Elena or Candace Parker. There's so many incredible uh, players right now. And I think they really set the stage for what's going to be this next chapter of women's basketball, which is celebrating the women, celebrating what they do on and off the court. And that's where I see it moving forward too. And, and when you see players like Paige or AZ, such elite talents on the court, um, but they're incredibly humble and, and wonderful people off the court as well. And those are the things that I think I'm excited to celebrate. The same way, you know, it, that's something how it developed on the NBA side. It, it turned from how great they were as athletes in the 80s and the 90s to how do we celebrate these people as icons? You know, these people became icons. And that's where I see women's basketball taking its own shape and form moving forward. Well, I'd love to definitely be a part of that and to see that. You will be. You are already. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, just such respect to what women's basketball and the WNBA are doing, um, like with the social activism piece and just honestly, as you said, being heroes and icons and role models. So definitely shout out um, to them and to what you just said. That was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Getting back to a little bit of your story, mm -hmm. what has been your favorite experience in this in this business? God, there's so there's so many, and it's really difficult to pinpoint just one. Um, I will say, so I I began working on the professional side uh, on the WNBA uh, and working with pros, and it, incredible experience, and I got to see so many incredible athletes up close and personal and learn about them. But I will say it's this job led me to working towards more high school basketball. And, and I never thought I, that's just not something I had envisioned. It, it was something that came with this opportunity, which I'm so glad it, it came because I'm getting to see just how many girls lives are changed on because of the game of basketball. And for me, that's something I wish I had had growing up. I mean, I did have a wonderful sport that I am very thankful for, but the game of basketball does something different. I think it it, it, it builds something different in you from a teammate perspective, from a human perspective, from a mentality perspective, from a work ethic. There's just so many different areas that I think basketball uh, provides. And, I, and seeing so many young girls' lives being changed because of it, I think that's become my favorite part. Uh, getting to see girls commit and, and being a part of that process with them has been just so incredible because um, I know that this is something they always work up, work towards, you know, in their lives. So getting to see some of the players that I've come to know on the high school side commit is just so, it's just, it's a beautiful thing to see. It's like seeing someone's hard work culminate in what they've been working towards their entire lives. So I will say that's probably become one of my favorite parts. Wow. Well, that's such a, something that's so special. I mean, as you said, just having their hard work um, come together and come together in one place. Um, and to add on to what you're talking about, about how basketball changes 
um, I, you mentioned like W Slam becoming a lifestyle. Well, mm -hmm. I believe that basketball is somewhat of a lifestyle. It is. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, and so I have a little bit of a fun question for you. Let's, Let's talk about kicks. What okay. is your favorite pair of kicks right now? <sighs> See, I go really back and forth. Right now, I'm really loving my 11s. I have these. I wonder, um, I don't think they're in here, but I have my, they're uh, the 11s, the gray with silver sparkles around the edge, the 11s. I just love them. They've become my favorite shoe, and they're so clean right now. They're, like, nice and shiny just out the box. So I, I've been I've been stunting those around whenever I can. Definitely my favorites. Wow. And I know you just talked about right now, but what is your favorite pair of kicks of all time? Oh, man, I got to be basic here. I love me a good pair of ones. I, I love Jordan ones. I think they uh, they go with everything. They are, I don't know. There's just one of those things where it's like, it's a, there's so much history behind the shoe itself that when you're wearing them, you feel a certain level of like swag and whatnot and confidence. It's like, it's funny, I hear a lot of women like, oh, I feel so confident in my heels. I'm like, I feel confident in my ones. That's where I feel my most confident. So I, I have to go with those all the time. I know Max, who runs our slam kicks, is going to be like, oh, what a basic answer. But listen, ones are the way to go. They'll never be overrated to me. <laughs> Definitely. I remember when I got my first pair of Jordans, it was so awesome to be in that store and to be into the be in the shoe store and to try them on. Yeah, and just like you said, to feel the confidence and the swag at that point. Yeah. So it's definitely a great choice there with the Jordans. Some of my favorites. Um, and one last fun question for you. Let's hear it. Who would be on your Mount Rushmore for women's basketball players? Oh man, for for women for kicks or for women's basketball in general? For women's basketball players. Oh man, uh. I, I don't know if I can do this. Okay, so, all right, sorry, for kicks or for in general? Um, for women's basketball players. Okay, players, okay. I gotta go, okay. I would say, I'll do one from each era. How about that? I'll do like one person from each era. Uh, I think, it's tough, cause like, I gotta go with Cheryl Swoops. I think to me, she was, Number one was, I don't know, like the originator of swag. Like, I don't know, her on the court with her swoops, like she she just like balled out. She had this energy and confidence. Although like Coop too with the raising the root. I don't know, man. Okay, I gotta go with Cheryl just to pick one. Um, okay, let's go after that. Diana Taurasi for sure. Um, she's, you know, the leading scorer. She's just a historic player overall. So have to include Diana. Um, I would also put Candace Parker up there. I think Candace has done so much for this game. I know it's one of those debatable. There's, I mean, there's so many great players in this game, but I think I have to put Candace Parker on there. She's just such an incredible player on and off the court. She does so much around the game on both ends. I, I got to put Candace Parker on there. And then last, I'll go with someone in the newer. Hmm. More like recent in the last like five years, maybe. I could go like, yeah, yeah. Actually, I forgot Maya Moore. I'm so sorry. Maya Moore's on there. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. 
and strong core after that. Yes, definitely, definitely a good strong core there. Um, I know, Stewie and Stu, like, can I have multiple? I, listen, just give me, like, four Mount Rushmores, and then I can do it, like, properly. Well, honestly, I feel like women's basketball deserves four Mount Rushmores yes, at this point. Um, but my dad just handed this to me. Oh, I love it. Yes. yes. Oh, my girl Ari, I don't know if she's here, but Ari's always got the great Candace Parker jerseys. I'm like, yo, swing me one, one day. <laughs> I love them. Those are my favorites. Yes, definitely. So um, that's definitely a wrap. That's a wrap for this interview. Um, I'm so honored to be able to interview you. Um, Thank you so amazing much for having picks, me. Your amazing journey, um, your amazing Mount Rushmore, um, and definitely free, feel free to share your four Mount Rushmores with me when you have the chance. I will eventually. I know I will. I, I got to put a graphic. I got to make a list. It's a whole process to decide this, but. I did just want to say thank you so much, one, not only for having me, but for doing um, something like this. I, I think there's so much greatness in the future, not only just in basketball, but in life, the future generations, your generation, you know, ha has the keys to making this world a better place. And this is one of the things you're already doing to do that. So thank you for what you do. Um, I'm very grateful. And if there's anything I ever can do to help, Please let me know. I love what you're doing. You're an all-star. You're better than me at interviewing me. I don't know how to interview you. You're the star here. So thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for those words. I mean, it really means a lot. And I look up to what you do at WSLAM and what you do as a person. Um, so thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, Pepper. Okay. And if you seriously, whenever you have your Mount Rushmore, I need you to share it with me. Yeah. I definitely will. Okay, I definitely perfect. will. <laughs> okay. Amazing. Now I have to do it with one Mount Rushmore since you figured that out. So now yeah. I'm feeling the pressure. But I'll definitely I'll definitely send that to you. Thank you so much. Amazing. All right, Bye. great. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you.